If you're a State Farm customer affected by the recent storm and need to submit a claim, go to statefarm.com, call 1-800-SF-CLAIM, download the State Farm mobile app, or contact your local State Farm agent. With one of the industry's largest catastrophe response teams, State Farm and your agent are ready to help. Go to statefarm.com to start your claim. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's special Father's Day show. Yeah, happy Father's Day, everybody. Um, do you know anyone not able to find a rental housing? Well, in studio is the premier commercial realtor. Yeah, that's Teresa Mueller. She's the broker owner of the Trellium Real Estate Group. Wow. What do you do when a deal is going sideways? I don't know. Have a drink? <laughs> Take a look. Uh, in studio is the premier real estate attorney, both residential and commercial. Yeah, Vince Arricchio. Um, Are you selling? Oh, no. Are you a seller looking to sell a fixer-upper? Love this one. Tips to sell by the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, that's Sandra Wright. Why it's vital to work with and be loyal to a realtor and the question to ask your realtor when looking for a home. Wow, good good advice there. In studio is the premier realtor from App Properties, Orland Park. Yeah, that's Lena Materia. And time is running out to use the enhanced benefits of the SBA loan program. And in studio is the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick. Good morning, everybody, and happy Father's Day to you, Vincent Arricchio. Oh, good morning, and happy Father's Day to everyone out there and to our Heavenly Father. It's Sunday. Don't forget that, everybody. Absolutely. Happy, Ther- happy Father's Day, Vince. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. So, Teresa Mueller, you're like the president. You're like a professor. I always learn things from you. And the president. You were uh-huh. right the first time. <laughs> I, I try to be humble about it. <laughs> uh, good morning, Randy. Thank you, so always, and happy Father's Day to everyone celebrating so what was I going to talk about today? Uh, do you know someone who's looking for rental housing? I mean, of course, we've talked about the lack of inventory in the housing market um, for purchase, but what about rental and what's what's happening there from the commercial standpoint? So occasionally when I'm at a cocktail party, you know, it, that might happen after hours. Occasionally? Um, <laughs> with Teresa? So when Tuesday I'm there, through Sunday? What, what, what's the question? They always say, oh, how's the commercial real estate market? Just like they do in the residential. They always want to know, how is the market, Right. And they're always hoping that you're gonna, they can either sell or buy at some bargain or increased price or whatever. And, of course, we have to remember there's multiple asset classes in commercial. So if they see those, you know, rundown strip malls or they see the vacancy in the office, they think, oh, it's terrible. But there are some asset classes that have been doing great and continue to be great, doing great. And one of them is, what am I going to talk about? Bungee cord. <laughs> <laughs> no, multifamily. Oh. And so rental housing, right? And that is something, as far as I've been selling real estate for the last two decades, it has always been gangbusters. And why is that? Why, why do we continue to see uh, the, commercial, the commercial asset class of multifamily continue to do well? What, what would be some of the reasons? Uh, population growth, people want to be in the city and surrounding area. You picked the perfect uh, location for that. Mm-hmm. And, and we always need somewhere to live, right? We may not need an office to go work in, 
but we definitely need somewhere to live. We may not have to conduct business out of another piece of real estate, but we definitely still have to have somewhere to live. So residential, uh, the uh, single-family housing, rental, that continues also to do strong, as well as multifamily. And so let's take a step back. A year ago, where were we, right? We were in the midst of pandemic. Uh, we are starting to see a decrease in occupancy in some of the rentals. Where were the people going? Uh, well, certainly they were not going to A-class rentals. And, oh, by the way, what are classes of real estate? In commercial, we talk about A, B, and C class. And so just a little review since I'm professorial, right? I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm a residential guy. And so A-class is uh, newer construction, great location, typically higher rents. B-class, and these are just like they sound. B is maybe not as good a location, a little bit older, could be a decade to two decades old, uh, a little bit lower rent. And then see, you know, what might be deemed a less desirable location, much lower rent. And so what we were seeing last year are less people moving away from the A rental, right? Because they don't even have the money. Uh, a lot of them are in the city. Uh, we also saw people moving away from the smaller units, right? They needed, they're working from home, so they need something bigger. So whether they're finding it from the city or going into the suburbs. And so now, and, and then, you know, C-class uh, people still were staying in those. We could talk about, you know, in terms of what people are renting, but mostly, most people, you know, you could, depending on who you talk to and what market area, maybe 90% plus or minus people were paying rent, right? So fast forward a year, and what are we now seeing in today's market with the rental? What do you guys think is happening? I'm thinking more short-term rentals for commercial, industrial. Are we talking residential or commercial? For, for uh, renting whether it be multifamily or single-family rental housing? I don't know. I'd say, fine, I'll just say the numbers are about the same, or what do you think? What do you think, Randy? Well, from the crash of 2008, from 2010 to 10 years later, the rents just went from, let's say, 1600 a month to 2600 a month. They really went sky high. Uh-huh. And then there was a lot of people not paying rent because of the COVID situation, and they may have lost their job. So I don't know. I need some advice on this one. Well, I think we're are, – are we soon coming up to a commercial, and maybe I can reveal what the uh No, the you got another is? minute. All right, great. So um, if we are looking – depending on the, demo, the demographic, the location that we're looking at, this year we are seeing – you know, the economy rebounding. People are out and about and again and, you know, going to the locations that they want to be. And But also what we're seeing is there's nowhere to buy, right? We have lack of inventory. And I could talk about that on another topic if you want, why we have this lack of inventory in our supply side. It's the evil developers not building affordable housing, the newspaper says. <laughs> well, that's one component. Yeah. So, But that could be a whole other discussion. It could be a whole show on it, right? Yeah. But right now, what we're seeing is there is a huge demand, especially for B-class rentals, right? Some people still may not have the money for A, but the the A is starting to do better. But there is, with the lack of inventory for uh, housing to purchase, because millennials are looking to move into single-family houses, but they're just not there. And so they may have to stay where they're at from a a rental standpoint um, or looking for something a little bit larger, but they may not have the money. So B-class rentals are going to continue to do well. I love it. And I know there's a lot more information that you want to share with the audience, and you have that checklist to give them. And you're working today, even though it's Father's Day on Sunday. You work every day. How can somebody get a hold of you, Teresa Mueller? 
They can reach me anytime, 630-715-9999. Wait, slow down with that number again. <laughs> 630-715-9999. Okay. And I'm happy to talk about, I actually have, uh, Trillium has some rentals coming up in Naperville, Mundelein, Shorewood. Do you have a website? So uh, they can go to Trillium.com and we can uh, talk about some rental options. Fantastic. Teresa Mueller, the broker, managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Speaking of great information, what do you do when a deal's going sideways? Oh, my gosh. This has been this has been going on for years in real estate, and who else to calm everybody down? Have the solutions is the premier real estate attorney, both residential and commercial. Yeah, Vincent Arecchio. Oh, thank you, Randy. The greatest dad. Oh, and happy Father's Day once again. And after this, although I will be taking phone calls, I will be with my children, even though it's Father's Day. And I just do have to and say do good that. dads let their children go skydiving? I'm just wondering. Uh, in just in case my daughter's listening. Um, Yes, you can be a good dad. Let your daughter go skydiving and still be upset about it. Okay, so <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, actually, so it's very busy, and Teresa has been killing it, from what I understand. Everyone, so I just want you to know, great realtor there. Um, it's so busy out there that we have deals getting into multiple offer situations, getting into uh, you know, you, you know, realtors uh, sight unseen getting offers from people, and then getting into a contract, and sometimes the deal goes sideways. What is sideways? Problems arise. Happenstances occurs. Uh, And there's several of them, but some really normal ones relate to survey issues, appraisal issues, inspection issues, radon issues, and lead-based paint. Now, I know what Teresa's going to say. She's giving me uh, like like dagger eyes here (laughs) in the studio. She's like, Vince, this is all covered by... And I'm, I'm creating an avatar here. This is all covered <laughs> under property disclosures, Vince. What are you talking about? Well, no. Everyone out there, you could be deep into a deal, into a middle of a deal, and then something occurs. And Randy said it best. My first suggestion, I just actually did it this uh, yesterday. I tell everyone, stay calm. Take a deep breath. We can get through this. Because it's an emotional thing. It's well, an, don't I always say this too shall pass? Right? Yes, you do. And if yes. you're and if you're getting clouded up in your brain, just go in your body and be very zen, like me. That, that's right. <laughs> and and a lot of people don't realize, but it's an emotional moment. And, and and not that I'm a psychologist, not that I'm a mental health professional. But you play one on TV, but, right? But you do. You do walk people through these difficult times. And I will get to the meat, but I still still want the radio audience to know that. We take seriously that this is your livelihood, where you're going to live, a roof over your head, where your family's going to grow up, where the kids are going to go to school. So I always first try to talk to the person. I say, take a deep breath. This is why you have a good real estate agent, a good attorney to help you through these things. So what are we talking about, Randy? We're We're going to talk about all your great advice on when things are going sideways and everybody's pulling their hair out and it's not going to close today. But we're coming up to a quick break. Oh, my God, Vince is such a tease. we got to wait till after the break to hear the meat of the story. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Happy Father's Day, dads. And uh, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And uh, we're coming up to a quick break. But, hey, thank you all again so much. I do this every week, all the time, for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And a special 
uh, Sunday show here today. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Wow, big day. Mother's Day was last month, Father's Day now. It's just an exciting uh, time. Uh, and so right before the break, Vincent Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney, was talking about, what do you do when the deal's going sideways? Pull your hair out. Oh, my God, what do we do? Uh, well, Randy, as we said, the first thing is you do have a trusted team with your real estate agent, with your attorney. And what are the things now you said the meat? What What are the meat of what we're talking about? What are the things to... Uh, Be notified about that can go sideways. Well, first, after you do the inspection, sometimes things pop up. And what we're seeing in these multiple offer situations, what we're seeing in this very busy market. They were supposed to leave the appliances, but overnight they went and took all the appliances out. Yes. I went through the final walkthrough. There's nothing there. Oh, well, you you could have chandeliers. You have the little kid's favorite uh, rocket ship lamp or, or, or hanging from the ceiling. People take things and then the negotiations begin. And this is going to be the word. And it's, of course breathe, take it easy, but then negotiation, negotiation, negotiation. You don't need an attorney in Illinois. You can go without an attorney, but for these purposes, a negotiator, it can help you. What you do is you contact the other side and you just, you don't get all upset. You just negotiate through your attorney. They were supposed to leave the riding lawnmower. That's right. You get things like, uh, I I mean, I just had a deal that almost went under because someone wanted the shed in the back pulled down uh, because after the inspection, the shed was deemed, you know, a near collapse. But the seller was was out of town. wasn't going to do this. You have to negotiate. That doesn't mean you have to give in, but you give it your your best shot at negotiation. So as an attorney, you got to be a good therapist, too. I I think, uh, you know, I I think you do. And as a realtor. Well, and, and if you're and at the closing, right. yeah. yes, at the closing table, when you find out after the walkthrough, thank goodness you have an attorney to talk through those appliances that were missing. Exactly, and I tell my clients, and here's a little tidbit, and I'm sure all the all the good agents tell you anyway. Um, you, I used to tell them to take a camera to the walkthrough. Now it's on your cell phone. It's easy. Take pictures of anything you see during Very your true. final walkthrough because a picture speaks a thousand words. The attorney doesn't go to the final walkthrough with you. We're sitting at the closing table. The buyer, my buyer, I represent the buyer. And my buyer comes in and says, Vince, uh, there's a giant hole in the wall. Guess what? You take a snapshot of that. I slide it across the table. If the sales attorney's there, or I email it to him. It shushes them up. They're like, all right, there is a big hole. Otherwise, you're in a he said, she said situation. That's very important. Take the photos at the walkthrough. If something comes up, scratches on the floor that wasn't there before. I agree. Um, If there's any active leak like water, take a take a, a, a. 30 second or 20 second or 10 second video clip show them on uh, the video look the, 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 there's a street coming down the wall or the, or the uh, toilet doesn't finish flushing it just constantly runs things like that well and that's the importance of the final walkthrough that is and I too. saw big gashes on the drywall when they had, were trying to move the furniture and the dish refrigerator out they crashed into the Right. Wall, they scratch the tile floors. Ugh. And that's what happens. No one's calling the sellers who I represent also bad people. They move out. They use third-party movers, and movers can damage things, scratch the floors, bang the walls, hit the door frames. And it's not that the seller's a bad person. It's the seller's movers, they didn't even do it, can damage the place. Very now, sure. on top of the inspection, you have survey issues. Now, now typically the survey doesn't come in until the very end, but if there's like uh, some sort of fence out of place... If if there's a little uh, shed or a, a garage uh, encroaching, which means coming onto your land or yours is going onto theirs, issues. Breathe easy. Almost anything can be insured over by a title company or negotiated over. Uh, so somebody bought that place before you 
with those survey problems, somebody's going to buy that place most likely be after you. So be aware. There's also, and this is in the master's wheelhouse, the, the preeminent appraiser on planet Earth, appraisal issues. And Randy knows this better than anything else. You could be in the middle of a deal and appraisal matters pop up. What is that? The place appraised low. Randy, what do you do when the place appraises low? How's, how's that work? I call the listing agent. I call this, uh, well, I have to call the listing agent, not the selling agent. I call the um, lender. I say, hey, we got trouble. Uh, there's no comps anywhere within five miles or within the last 12 months to support the value. And you give them a chance to bring back comps that maybe you didn't see before. Right, right. So you see, you breathe easy. First, you have possible other comps. Lastly, though, when it comes down to it, sometimes parties have to negotiate or they walk away. Uh, but everything is negotiable. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. And Randy, the last thing is radon and lead paint. Those are easy. Uh, you can get them remedied. You can get a specialist in. But you, but there are ways that deals can go sideways. But you rely on your trusted team. You negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. And How can, can somebody work get a out. hold of you, Vincent Arecchio, for your great? advice sure we're calmness on, uh, we're on facebook and linkedin social media uh reallawchicago.com is also our website you can call us 312-263-0010 and we look forward to helping anyone out there randy what's your number again 312-263-0010 vincent Arricchio, if you need more information about anybody on the show get out to the website realestaterevealed.com R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's biographies, testimonies, oh my gosh, emails, a lot of great stuff. And speaking of great stuff, are you a seller looking to sell a fixer-upper? Wow, that's going on all the time. Tips to sell by the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, Sandra Wright is with us in studio. Hi there, happy to be here. And, you know, obviously sellers are looking at their properties and there's multiple different ones out there. And figured this is a good highlight to talk about the fixer-uppers. When it comes to a seller wanting to list one, what should you look for? What should you anticipate? Um, there's a couple different items, you know. Now, now, Sandra, when you brought up the topic of fixer-upper, I thought you were talking about husbands, but but we're talking about something we're else. We're talking about an actual property. <laughs> husbands, I don't know if I have enough time to talk about that. <laughs> and we're, let, we're letting dads go today because yeah. it's Father's yes, Day. That's exactly. That's we got to give them, They get a know, pass today. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, some of the things as a seller and a fixer-upper, there's words to keep in mind. You know, what is as is? prepping your property when you are considering your house a fixer-upper, identifying the buying pool, who is willing to purchase your house when it is in a fixer-upper, you know, and what is actually a fixer-upper. There's lots of verbiage when it comes to the type of home, whether it you've had the home for, you know, 50-plus years, your grandparents lived in it, your parents then lived in it, and then you lived in it. I mean, we're talking a lot of history. So you have those instances, you have potentially, you know, expansion of family and you just don't have time to take on all the projects that need to be done to the home. Um, You're talking, you know, it might be a secondary home. So there's lots of different ways to look at what we call fixer-uppers, that you're not there all the time. You're looking to expand on the, the, um, go on to a different home and you just don't have time to do the new renovations. So there's lots of pieces to the puzzle when it comes to that. Um, and the word as is, 
There is if multiple uh, <laughs> definitions on that. I know uh, as an appraiser. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, there is when you say the word as is, you know, sellers like, well, that means I'm not going to do anything. I'm done. I'm walking away. But you also have to think of it as a value standpoint when a buyer reads the word as is. And I don't like the as is by a realtor in a multiple listing uh, because as is, it's in fabulous shape, well-maintained, but it's scaring people until there's something wrong with it. Well, and then I would say if it is that well <laughs> well of a home taken care of and you've done the due diligence, don't use the word I as know, is. I love it. I know. Um, so, you know, obviously there are some key factors to keep in mind with as is, you know, depending on the condition, you can target that you get, you're going to get like 80 cents on the dollar in a seller's market if your home is in poor condition or market condition changes. So those are some numbers that can be substantial. And, you know, individual buyers, you might get a little bit more on the profit from an as-is, but on average, when you word as-is, a lot of times you're dealing with potentially a, a builder, a developer, a contractor who they're going to be, you know, marketing your property for less than what you list it for. So and guess what? You cannot sell as is if it's not health and safety. It's oh, got to be course. safe, sound, and sanitary. So if a seller says I'm going to sell it as is, and there's a ton of repairs for a rehab, you you got to go get a cash buyer. You can't get a mortgage for that. Well, exactly. And if we're talking a cash buyer, then on top of it, they're going to come in at a lower number. Have you that- ever heard of a where is? The as is where yeah, is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had a battle over that, but yes. so okay. So how do you battle a where is? Uh, well, it, what's hey, we're coming up to a quick break, and I don't want to rush this topic at all. Oh my gosh, a great topic here. Um, hey, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. And if, once again, Happy Father's Day, everyone. When we come back from the break. More. From Sandra Wright, the premier realtor from Chicago Properties, and then Lena Materia from App Properties Orland Park. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., and I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you all again. I say this all the time, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit, because without you, we are not here week after month after year. Keep your texts and emails coming in, because this is how the show was formatted. We try to bring you valuable content and information to make your life stress-free going through this real estate market and the mortgage market. Right before the break, um, a seller looking to sell a fixer-upper, but there's tips to sell this way. Uh, and we've got the premier realtor from Chicago Properties in the studio. Yes, Sandra Wright. And right before the break, Vincent Arricchio says not only as is, but where is. And maybe you could shed some light on that. Exactly. So if also noting a where is, you know, you're talking about survey, you're talking about no survey. So, again, those are key components that, you know, as a seller, when you're putting a, a property on the market, those are tools that one, a buyer is looking at. So, when you have that as is, whereas it is something to keep in mind, the verbiage does have an effect when it comes to the price and what a buyer is going to come to the table on those properties. So again, keep that in mind. Uh, then the second item is prepping your home before you go to s- sale on a fixer upper. Um, you know, again, the more you do, the more that it's going to show 
more value to that buyer. So at the very least, you know, you homeowners should make small repairs whenever possible, do some DIY or get a, a hire a pro, um, you know, to do some easy to do projects. If the leaky faucet is dripping and dripping, just fix it, you know, patch holes in drywall. Um, if there's screens that are ripped and shredded, you know, think about those things, repair them, replace caulk, you know, declutter, decluttering, I think is the biggest component, no matter if this is an estate sale or what it's like, the more that a buyer can see, the better you are going to be able to sell that property. So, you know, if you have tubs of junk laying around, and you know what, uh, as a fixer upper, they got more money for the house. Parents passed away. They were both heavy smokers in the house. They asked for my opinion. I go into the place. It smelled so bad of smoke. Mm-hmm. And the, the white walls were yellow. Yes. I said, paint the entire house. And the carpeting was there for 20 years. Just rip it was, the carpet. It was disgusting. I said, take the carpet out and repaint the whole house. Oh, my God. Like night and day. Right. I little mean, stuff you can do. Little things. Just gotta keep it a clean slate as much as possible. Obviously, you don't always have the time. But keep it in mind, it's going to have an effect on the price and what you're going to get for that property. So, again, there's lots of different keys to keep in mind when you are doing a fixer-upper. Again, it's the as-is. It's the prepping the property. Um, you know, identifying what type of buyer it is that is going to want your property. Is it going to be a developer? Is it going to be a millennial? Is it going to be someone that, you know, wants to dig in and create their own home the way that they like it? And then, you know, we have to accentuate the positive. And make sure that we sell if it's close to public transportation, the school district, you know, the the square footage, whatever it is. I mean, we want to make sure that, you know, the buyer is well aware of the the pros that are with your property. And, and Sandra Wright, how could somebody get a hold of you for a checklist about, list about fixer-uppers? Definitely. You can always reach me at my cell. It's 773-294-4444. Again, it's 773-294-4444, or you can obviously go to Real Estate Revealed and get more information on the website. Wow. Thank you, Sandra Wright. Chicago Properties, great information. Uh, And moving right along, why it's vital to work with and be loyal to a realtor and the questions to ask your realtor when looking for a home. In studio is the premier realtor from At Properties, Orland Park. Uh, yeah, that's Lena Materia. Good morning, Lena. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. Um, so basically, I want to start off by saying when you're working uh, with a specific agent and being loyal to that agent, that agent is going to be loyal to you, which translates to they are working in your best interest. Uh, basically, if you just decide not to work with an agent and call listing agents as properties hit the market, the listing agent cannot work in your best interest as they are already representing the seller. Unless you're working with an extremely educated and ethical agent, it's hard for them to be mutual as they cannot advise you or the seller anymore as what price point to go in. They have to offer you both the comparables, the same properties that sold, and they leave it in your hands to decide what price point you could go at. They can no longer give their point of view, um, which could leave a lot of money on the table for a seller or leaving a buyer to overpay on a property. So, Basically, what it comes down to is every buyer should find an interview, a realtor that they feel comfortable working with and is only working as their best advisor. Well, and it's good to have an agent as strictly the mediator for you. Yes. 
I mean, that's what I always say, too. We're not, you know, we do everything, but we're also mediating and being the spokesperson. I agree. Thank you for pointing that out. Because if you jump around from different agents, you'll miss out on building a relationship with someone who understands what your wants and needs are and who will research your home before you even view it. A good buyer's agent will point out details that are important to you so you don't rush to view a home that might not even be the right fit. If you're not looking to see if it's on well water, if it doesn't have a living room, there's details that you don't catch. If it catch. doesn't have central air conditioning. Yes, because I've seen houses that don't even have any air conditioning. Yes. Hey, Lena, well, I, I don't want to rush you girls at all, but a uh, great topic. We're coming up to a quick break. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and we come back. More of Lena Mataria from Ad Properties and also Brad Hedick, Commercial Lending X. Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning here on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and happy Father's Day, everybody. Exciting weekend here. And uh, hey, just so everybody knows, this is not one of these locally, uh, you know, nationally syndicated shows. We're all in the Chicagoland area. We, you, this is your local show with your local host. So we're all working today, Sunday, if you need us right after the show. Um, so, and we were just talking right before the break, why it's vital to work with and be loyal to a realtor. And at Properties, Premier Realtor from Orland Park, yeah, Lena Mataria was going over some really great information and advice. Thanks for joining us, everyone. So basically, when you are loyal and you pick one realtor to work with, they should explain the entire buying process to you from A to Z. When I start working with a buyer, I provide them with a buyer's package that introduces them to the area they're working in. And it will explain to them the southwest suburbs, northwest suburbs, Chicagoland, or Indiana. I give them a package specifically for their area. And I also give them a buyer's guide that gives them a breakdown of the process so they know what to expect. Because a lot of people get overwhelmed. When I talk to people that purchased a long time ago, some have buyer's remorse and are scared to go through that process again. But I put in every effort to make the process as easy and enjoyable as, process, as possible. And everyone should have that opportunity to work with a realtor that is looking out for them. Uh, with first-time home buyers, at times I believe uh, buying is extremely complicated. They ha- um, but they do have a point that they think that it's a very hard process. If you do not have the right educated and responsive representative on your side, it can be a nightmare. People listen to TV, radio, and the internet, and they're confused because a lot of it is not the truth. I agree. So that's why it's, you should work with someone who's truly your advocate in every aspect. And you should have the right to ask them questions. You could interview them, same way how everyone has the right to choose what doctor they want to work with. You don't have to work with someone just because they're your cousin or your friend. Work with them because they know what they are doing and they are listening to your needs. As a realtor, we're in the service industry, and we're here to help you, not tell you what to do, not force you into anything. We listen, and we guide. So basically, the questions you need to ask is, um, ask realtors what areas they work in. Make sure they're comfortable working in the areas that you're buying. You don't want someone that works too far or is not available. Uh, you want to know if they're full-time or part-time agents. So they are able to work with your schedule. As some agents are part-time and may not be available during business hours when something pops up, 
And some people are on call and doctors and need someone who's flexible. And Lena, how can somebody get a hold of you for more of your checklist? Of course, you could call me or text me anytime at 708-737-4444 or my website, theresultsmoveyou.com. And you're bilingual, right? Yes, I do speak Arabic fluently and I'll be glad to assist anyone who needs it. Nice. Love it. Lena Materia at Properties Orland Park. And speaking of great information, time is running out for you to use that enhanced benefits of the SBA loan program. And we have in studio the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick. Good morning, Brad, and happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. Uh, Good morning, and good morning to all those fathers out there. Um, It is really hard to believe that we're already at mid-June. Six months of the year has already ticked by. This year definitely is going quicker than uh, 2020 did for sure. And, and honestly, that's what I'm here to talk about a little bit today, the speed of the year. Um, you know, SBA loan programs had some enhancements via the CARES Act. And just as a quick reminder, the SBA loan programs referring to the Small Business Administration loan programs, uh, those specifically include the SBA 504 and 7A loan programs. And these programs are to help, designed to help small business owners get the financing they need for their business. And just as a refresher, you can use SBA loans for working capital, tenant improvements, business expansion, business startup, business acquisition, or to acquire an owner-occupied commercial property that you will occupy 51% or more of the building with your business. So the benefits of SBA loans in general, and there are so many, uh, it's hard to kind of talk about all of them at once, but some of the bigger benefits that most people find useful is that you can get away with as little as 10% down when you buy that owner-occupied property or buy a business or start a business. Um, Sometimes you can even do 100% financing. Um, There's the ability to get 10-year term debt on business debt and 25 years on real estate debt. Um, There's a government guarantee, which encourages lenders to make loans that are a little bit higher risk. Um, Maybe it's a special asset like a hotel or restaurant. Um, or maybe it is a business uh, that's had maybe a couple tough years and it's a little higher risk, so the lender will get comfortable because they have that government guarantee. There's also some easier underwriting standards than banks typically have. Uh, there's flexibility on the loan-to-value, and there's also typically few post-closing conditions or covenants on your loan. So once you kind of get that loan in place, you kind of have it for the lifetime of that 10- or 25-year period. So some of commercial lending sounds better than residential lending. In some ways. Um, you don't always get the 30-year fixed rate that you can get out of the residential world, but there, there are some really nice benefits via the SBA programs. Um, right now, via the CARES Act, there are a couple of enhancements that are in place for the program, um, and those enhancements expire at the end of September of this year. And so time's kind of running out to take advantage of those. And the three biggest enhancements that exist right now are, first, um, the government guarantee fees have been waived on the SBA 7A loan program. To put that in perspective, for every $100,000 borrowed, that is about $2,500 in fees you'd save. And Brad, I don't want to rush you at all, but we're coming up to a quick break. This is Brad Hedick, the uh, president and owner of Commercial Lending X. And uh, boy, we're so excited to have him here today. I'm getting an education this whole show. I've learned a lot from everybody on the show Um, You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Uh, We come back from a break. More of Brad Hedick.
Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Hey, when was the last time you were out at our website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. So if you missed today's show, don't worry about it. Tomorrow, Monday, you can listen to the podcast. Also, you can see everybody in the studio today for the past hour. I have the videos on Facebook right now, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And uh, right before the break, we were talking with Brad Hedick, broker president and owner of Commercial Lending X, talking about the uh, enhanced benefits of SBA loan program. Great. Thanks, Randy. And as I was just saying, that there's three main benefits that exist due to the CARES Act. Um, the first is the waiver of the government guarantee fees um, on SBA 7A loans and reduced fees on the 504 loan program. On the 7A program, that is about a $2,500 savings per $100,000 borrowed. So if you're borrowing a million dollars, it's quite substantial money. It's twenty five grand. Um, secondly, um, so long as the loan is fully advanced by the end of September, that means all funding has occurred on your new SBA loan. You will get your first three months of payments covered by the SBA up to $9,000 per month. So that's another 27000 in free grant money. And then the third benefit is that the government guarantee on most SBA loans is usually 75% of the loan amount. But right now on the 7A loan program, that's been kicked up to 90%. Again, it's kind of an indirect benefit in that you don't get an immediate benefit from that. But what happens is, is for the lender, a loan that they make for you is now guaranteed 90%. So it makes it a very low-risk loan for them, making it more likely that they'll do a loan um, in a higher-risk situation. So, again, these programs expire at the end of September. Uh or if the money runs out sooner. And your challenge is, is that it takes time to close SBA loans. We typically say at least 60 days. In some cases, it can take longer. So we're advising all of our customers, if you want to take advantage of these programs, you need to get your application in by July 15th and certainly no later than August 1st. Um, once you get beyond August 1st, there's it's going to be a funnel and everybody's going to be trying to get their deals closed and funded by the 30th. The lenders are going to be overwhelmed, and you're just going to be you know, in line at that point. So the sooner you can get your loan in, the better off you're going to be. Excellent. Great great information. Thank you. So, um, And we don't see these programs getting extended again. They came out last year. They were extended uh, this year by the CARES Act. We don't think that's going to happen a third time here uh, with higher inflation out there and you know, some of the concerns just about all the government spending that has happened. So I think if you want to take advantage, you really got to be sure to get it done. And, and so, Brad Heddick, if somebody wants more information or your checklist on about this SBA program and about the benefits running out, um, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of us is uh, phone 630-988-4852 or email me, brad, at commerciallendingx.com. And we've got over 50 funding partners who purely just do SBA loans all day long. We can still get these deals done by the 30th. Love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, and uh, I can't believe where did this hour go to? i got to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Yeah, Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from Loan Depot. Mark McKenna, realtor from Barron Warner. Kim Alden, realtor and the principal at Compass. Compass. And, of course, Joshua Buckhalter, the premier producer here at AM560. 
Have you been out to our website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com? And one inspirational quote I want to share with you before we uh, end the show here. You know what? Life happens to all of us. It's how we react to everything that's the difference between where we are now and where we deserve to be. You see, we can't direct the wind, but we can adjust our sails. You don't always have control over what happens to you, but you do have control over what you do with that experience. And you know what? When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Thank you, fathers. Happy Father's Day. I can't wait to see everybody here next Sunday morning on AM560, The Answer, Real Estate Revealed. Be good to yourself. Be good to others and tell someone each day that you love them. Thank you.